welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This week we find out if Carly's still contagious and if we all get sick from getting to spend time with her. Hello! I'm Elaine. I'm Carly and I'm all better. I'm John. (laughs) They can't hear you when you put your... Hand over your face. I'm drunk! Oh, that wasn't nice. You're not Bane? John is apparently terrified of getting sick. Fine, I'm John. That's the worst Bane impression you've ever done. You're you're probably Tony. I'm Tony. I'm Tony. I figured he was going to do a Bane impression. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from a movie genre. Movies that, in our opinion, have not gotten the respect they deserve you won't see any of these movies in anyone's top 10 list but maybe by listening to our podcast you can give these films a second chance today's pick on the podcast is tony's pick the green room <laughs> or green room it's just green room i keep saying the green room yeah there should be a the there i don't know why there's not green room well okay i kept right. expecting that room to be more green <laughs> well they just call it the green room. i know but i feel like if it is the green room there should be green in there at least an ugly green couch i've been in a couple green rooms not because i'm kind of a big fancy deal. yeah and none of them have been green that's disappointing <laughs> yeah all right so green room not to be confused with the green room right different movie came out may 2016 it's considered a horror movie I didn't see any vampires on it, so I don't understand. <laughs> I would classify this more of a thriller. I yes. thought it was a thriller. It, it was scary in other ways, though. It was written and directed by Jeremy Saulnier. What a sick fuck. He did Blue Ruin. Blue, Blue Moon? Blue Ruin. Oh, I thought you said yeah. Blue Moon. Now, like, Ruin as in, like, a col- an old city? Sure. Like, R-U-I-N? Yes. Okay. Um, this movie, IMDb, gave it 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 90%. All right, are you familiar with the premise of our podcast? <laughs> How much but, money did it make, a dollar? But Are you familiar with the premise of our fucking podcast? The budget, Here we go again. The budget was $5 million and it only made three. <laughs> oh, wow, it didn't even make, it didn't even make $5 million? Kevin yeah, Smith's nobody, last movie did better than that. Kevin Smith's movies are great, okay? Don't hate on the Bratzies. It, uh, <laughs> it stars Anton Yelchin. Yelchin, rest in peace. From Star Trek and Fright Night. And welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Third time. Right. <laughs> uh, Joe Cole from Peaky, Bl- Peaky Blinders. That's oh, a TV show. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. I've never seen I've it. seen it a couple times. It's okay. Who did he play? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Aaliyah Shawcat from Arrested Development and Final Girls. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which I want to watch Final Girls, but I haven't. I'm reading the book, though. Oh, okay. And a big actress... We all a big actress. We all know and love Imogen Poots. The Poots. <laughs> the Poots is back. Poots Welcome two. Back. Electric oh, Boogaloo. Boogaloo. <laughs> From Fright Night. Poots two. Green Boogaloo and Green Room. And Are those <laughs> the only people you talked about? Or you have more. I mean, there's Patrick Stewart. Never heard of him. What is he? He's kind of a big deal. Yeah. What, what's he done? Anything good? Uh, he, was he sounds Star like Trek. such an X Man man. <laughs> <laughs> he was an X Man. Uh, I don't know, man. He's been in a lot of shit. He was most recently, I think, in this movie called uh, Logan. Logan. The yeah. guy where he got to say the fuck word, which was good for him. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about the one guy that gets stuck in the green room with them. The big that guy. Big Justin. The big guy, Justin. Yeah. You know who he is? 
He's the fat security guard from Jurassic World that gets in the oh, paddock with the... The Chris puts the oil yeah. on himself so he doesn't yep. get eaten. Okay, I knew he looked familiar. I thought he was one of Kevin Smith's people. No, nice. I didn't look. Fat Garter gets eaten in Jurassic World. Is that what he's built? <laughs> no. yeah. Is that what he's built? <laughs> Mom, I'm in this movie. Who do you play, honey? Joey Tribbiani's butt. Fat Guard. They got gets our eaten. friends referencing early. <laughs> All right. The synopsis is a punk band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. I'm gonna do a couple of. Um, reviews and then I'll ask you guys what you thought. Mm. Do you want to guess or do you just want me to do it? Oh, I love guessing. Okay. Now you're just, this is going to be difficult because they're really... Oh, wait a minute. We forgot to do something real quick. Well, I hate to jump on you there, but welcome back, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in the opening and yeah, then Carly but said, I didn't get to back. welcome Carly back personally. Oh, Carly, well, we missed you. you. But Audra did a great job. She did a great job. I look forward to having Audra back on the podcast where she can say that she didn't see movies as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First review. Uh, pointless, stupid, and this inaudible. Is good, this is the good review. Yeah. Inaudible. Yeah. Inaudible. The concept had a good idea, but the script was very poor and a complete waste of a cast with eye-catching talent. My guess is that all the positive reviews came from either marketing, people consoling one of the late actors by giving the movie a good review, or living off of a cool line or two. I don't understand what that means. One of the late actors? Did somebody else in this movie die? That's what I was just thinking. Mm. Mm. Is Poots okay? No, check. <laughs> call Poots. <laughs> he gave it... Um, Someone call the Poots. 10 two, out of 10? 2 out of 10. Oh. The other one, uh, white knuckle filmmaking at its best. First off, I want to say R.I.P. Anton Yelton. Mm-hmm. Such a tragedy for someone so young and promising to pass. He was incredible in this. I felt he was really coming into his own as an actor. He gave this 10 out of 10 stars. Okay. So, going in, what did you think, Elaine? Okay, so I had heard of this movie. It's kind of, it's very popular in some of the movie podcast groups I talk, I am in on Facebook. Hmm. Um, kind of douchey people who are real douchey about movies. <laughs> um, really like this movie, so. But I heard it was really like the boots ups- is okay. Oh, thank, thank goodness! I heard it was really upsetting. Right. So and that's why they liked it. So I was like, God, I hope this doesn't freak me out too bad. Where did you watch this movie from? If I can ask that. We. We got a copy. Okay. <clears throat> from <'Cause>... bootleg guy. Because <clears throat> okay. there's the one I watched originally was different than the one we watched. We watched on... it on YouTube. Okay, what did we watch it on? Uh, we watched it on Amazon. Amazon. It was because on Amazon Prime. What's different? For free. The Netflix version that I watched when was, was on Netflix. Wait, wait, it's on Netflix. <laughs> well, it was a long time ago, no. and the one that I watched on hers was different. A little bit, just a little bit. They showed more gore, is what it was. Ours was pretty upsetting. So I. I didn't think it was upsetting. I know. <laughs> I know specifically one part, but we'll. I'll talk well, about you when, when we you get we it. get there, then yeah. we'll find out what copy we saw. But I felt like this was pretty gory. I felt like we got pretty much the the good gore, I guess. <laughs> the good gore. Carly, what'd you I think? I thought about Immigrant Poots. I don't really have any feelings oh. about her. Um, I have <laughs> I have feelings about her. It'll it'll be at the end. <laughs> and her wig. <laughs> I I don't. 
I was kind of dreading watching this movie because I thought I was gonna it was gonna disturb me and be upsetting, because to me horror movies that Tony usually picks with vampires and monsters, I know it's all fiction. Like I'm not gonna get eaten by a werewolf walking home tonight. <laughs> now you need sure? Oh goodness! But this is the kind of thing like you could end up in a bad situation. I probably wouldn't end up in this situation, but. <laughs> Well, well, no, because you and your are. boyfriend aren't traitors to the neo-Nazis, well, so you don't our, have to worry about that. Our band only play the finest. <laughs> but it's... Not know. real class acts like they're, yeah. we're not in this place now. I, horror movies that are more real tend to disturb me and be scary. Like things that can actually so happen. So I was like, oh, this is going to upset me. <laughs> like you can actually walk into a room it. one day and be like, oh, dead body. Yeah. And and then be killed. Yeah. <laughs> By Patrick so, Stewart. I was uh, I was not looking forward to watching this movie. All right, Johnny. I was looking forward to watching this movie. Let me tell you why. <laughs> you hadn't seen it before. I never seen it. Mm. I had heard of it and was like, I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, you were like, hey, this is the movie. I was like, you know what? I'm looking forward to it. You know why? Because I'll give it a shot. Fuck it. <laughs> I knew the premise and was like, oh, that sounds like it's gonna be interesting. All right. Was I right? We'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, you have no choice. You've already hit the play button, so just stick with it. I mean you. Yes, you. Will. Dog trash. (laughs) All right, so it starts out with Pat waking up in the back of his friend's van. Pat is Anton. Mm -hmm. Um, His friend Tiger, who is... um, I forget who's... Who plays him, but anyway, his friend Tiger. If you don't know, you don't you don't say it. Remember? I, know, I was trying to remember who it was. Fells, Callum uh, Turner. Like only yeah. bring up shit that you know. He fell asleep at the wheel and apparently ran the van into a cornfield. There and they're low on gas now. Uh, Sam, who's played by Aaliyah, Aaliyah Shakow. Uh, Not the poots. There's poots <laughs> and there's everybody else. I pronounce that Shakat. 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 But that I don't know. Um, what do we know she looks up on her phone the nearest place uh, that they can go that'll have a big parking lot so they can steal some gas they pretty much just use the old uh, tube and gas tank and siphon it out of cars uh, I'll uh, leave, leave the weapon three I did not like the fact that he didn't spit gas out I thought he was going to do that too I and I don't even go, know ah, honestly I don't even know if that's really like for siphoning generally that's how it works but like to siphon gas maybe that's not even necessary but they always spit out the gas in movies and I was sad that he didn't spit out the gas have you ever siphoned anything before? no I have let me tell you what happens (laughs) you use a tube and you and then you let go you don't hold it until it's in your mouth you suck (laughs) for a while and then let go and you see if it comes out if it doesn't come out you suck again That's how that works. If you're lucky, you get a clear tube and you can see the water coming, or your liquid, and you spit it out as it gets about six inches away. Why were you siphoning water? Because when you had a fish tank and you have to get the water out of the fish tank, that's how you do it. Interesting. Oh. I hope you didn't swallow any fishies. I don't want to talk about Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> May he rest in peace. Why are all fishies named Oscar? Because I had a bunch of fishies named Oscar when we were growing up. It's a good name for a fish. Uh, Just now, like... now all fishes are named Nemo. No. Or Dory. No. I had a bunch of fishies, never named them. I had uh, I Oscars and Charlies. I had, a, I had a hamster one named Bubba. Mm. I had a shark named Jaws, but it was one of those little teeny, <laughs> teeny sharks, you know, that didn't get big. 
And then he ended up eating a lot of these other fish, like, by pieces. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's why you don't let kids pick the fish that you put in a fish tank. (laughs) (laughs) Take six goldfish and a shark. Every Dempsey I know. the goldfish? We had a Dempsey named Jack. Does that help? That's funny. Mm. Well, that's what his name was. It wasn't supposed to be funny. That's an actual fact. (laughs) I know. It's funny. Jack Dempsey. I know. So. One of the greats. Sam and Pat steal some gas out of a car's gas tank, and then the crew's back on the road again. On the road again. <clears throat> they meet up. They meet up with Tad, and uh, stay at his place. Uh, Pat goes to sleep, and Sam, Tiger, and the, and Reese just kind of hang out, drinking, drinking, listening to music. Apparently, and actually, don't. I'm going to sleep. We're going to be drinking, <laughs> which should fill this guy with fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they spend most of the night drinking and listening to Tad's uh, vinyl collection. Apparently, it's pretty extensive. Uh, When they wake up, uh, Pat's apparently uh, been fucked with. He's got shit written all over his face and marker. Which, like like you do. You seem like you know these people pretty well. You're traveling around the country with them in a band. Um, You would know that they're the type of people that are going to color your face with magic marker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Tad interviews them for a college radio station. And uh, <coughs> apparently a magazine. I think he does maybe a internet. I don't know. His zine. Oh, he vlogs. He vlogs, is that what it oh, is? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> he said it was a zine, so that's like an internet magazine. And um, I don't think they would have participated in a vlog. They no. did not seem to want videos of themselves. Well, there's a reason for that. They look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also met up with Ted because he had a gig lined up for them. Mm. But uh, he tells them that it fell through. They're pretty pissed off, but uh, he says not to worry. He's got a backup for them. Uh, it's free food, and they get 50% of the door. But that ends up being a small bar, and they end up getting around $7 a piece. It looked like a diner. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it so, seemed like a weird place for a punk band. I was like, like if, if I went in that bar and they were, or that diner and they're playing that, I'm leaving. It, yeah. said, it was lunch, too. Like, yeah. what does that even mean you get 50% of the door at a diner at lunch? There is no door. <laughs> but there were people that were there listening. There was like six people listening, so... Like, you really got to be in the mood for that kind of music, I got to say. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I want? I, really, I want a BLT, some fries, and some fucking punk rock. And you know what? I'm always in the mood for a BLT, but I'm never in the mood for some punk rock. Because <laughs> you haven't really listened to punk rock. If you no. give it a chance, no. you might like it. Honey, I like folk music. Which is the opposite of punk rock. <laughs> That's, yes. It's, it's, sliding it's, scale. Both, <laughs> it's yeah. both the opposite and its cousin. A little bit. Because they're both very anti-establishment. But I like mellow. Punk is not mellow. This No, definitely not mellow. It's the opposite of mellow. Well, after after their big uh, take, Reese wants to beat Tad's ass. I'd want to beat Tad's ass, too. <laughs> but uh, Tad has one more place they can go. They have to go down to Portland, though. His cousin uh, can hook him up down there. Cousin Daniel. They get down there. Um, it's a rough crowd, though. It's skinheads. And the uh, band's obviously a little nervous because they're not skinheads <laughs> and but they were warned that it was yes. gonna be they skin- still took the gig even yeah. though they knew tad's a little vague about it but he he, he he you know what he's getting at do you know why they took it 350 bucks yeah yep it's a lot of that's a lot of simoleons and tad tells them not to talk politics no <laughs> shit it would be the only that comes to mind so they get down there um they stop they camp out for the night at one place and then they pull up pull up to this i guess it's a 
bar. Kind it's, of. It uh, seems like a private yeah. venue. It seemed to me a members only kind of thing. Yeah. Like when you think about like your traditional kind of motorcycle gangs clubhouse kind of a place. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to me. Although these were obviously not a motorcycle gang. These were real slime balls. I think it was. I think it was definitely an, a bar, but it's like, if you don't know it's there and you didn't get an an, an invite yeah. by the guy with the swastika tattoo, then you better not <laughs> yeah. show up. There. So you're saying there's not a hip-hop night? I'm definitely sure there's not no. a hip-hop night. Only a goth night. Only a goth night. I bet they do. <laughs> but yeah, you pull up in that parking lot and a bunch of people are walking over to you and asking you to leave. Like, why are you here? For like, I'm lost. Yep. You need to go. All right, then. Keep on being lost. And they did pull up in that parking lot and a bunch of people kind of looked at them all funny. Well, because I've never been to an establishment like that, but I bet that's what happens. Because if you're not supposed to be there, they know. They know who goes there. They know who's not supposed to be there. So they pull up, and uh, like John said, a bunch of, well, a couple of skinheads walk over and ask them what they want. They explain they're the band. You know, they're here. And uh, we're here to entertain you. So they, you know, they set them up in the bar and all that. They're going to play. Um, they open up with a little ditty called Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks, fuck off. And uh, riles up the crowd. Which did not get over. <laughs> it did not get over. People started to spit at them and throw shit. Like go. Big wavels on these guys. <laughs> like, giant. I wouldn't have done that. But, like, oh, Pat dude. says, I got a really bad idea. And then they do it. Like, he said it was a really bad but idea. But once they get up there, he's like, I don't know about this. And they're like, it, <laughs> it was, was your, your idea. idea. We got to do it. I was like, I'd been like, let's not do it anyway. <laughs> it was a really bad idea. If it was my idea to shoot everybody in the face. Would you want to do that? And this is where you think they're going to get murdered. You're like, wow, this movie starts quick. Some of them, <laughs> some of them throw beer at them. Some of them spit beer at them. But uh, then they go into the second song. And uh, the skinheads start banging and moshing and stuff, and they seem to be into it. So they like their sound. Just yeah, they got over that real song. quick. Like I don't yeah. think I'd have got over that real quick. Yeah. Maybe Nazis well, are real forgiving. At the end of it, they said that was a cover. Yeah. But <laughs> they still, said original. but still, you played it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm not into that scene. I don't know. So afterwards, they go into the hall towards the green room, um, and that's where uh, the manager Gabe pays them, and everything seems cool. And uh, they're all kind of heading out towards the front when Sam says uh, that she forgot her phone. So Pat says, don't worry, I'll run and grab it. And he has to run back into the green room. And uh, he runs in there to snatches it up and starts to walk out. And uh, inside he sees a girl on the ground dead with a knife in her head. And everybody in the room's like, whoa, you Oops. Know, who the fuck are you? And uh, you know what I would have done right there? I'd be like, I'm blind. Can you show me where the door is? <laughs> I lost the door. Where am I? Then the blonde girl in the room, old Poots, yells, call the cops, call the cops. And what does he do? He runs out of the room and calls the cops. And he does in the hole. Calls 911 and runs back to his band. Um, but they're all snatched up and grabbed by skinheads and you know people and pushed right back into the green room and told they're going to have to wait. Um, and then the manager takes the phone and calls to calls 911 dispatch dispatch back and explains that there was a knife attack and well yeah because he says there was a stabbing there was a stabbing yeah. so then he gets cut off and yes i'd like to report a stabbing but we got cut off earlier he's very calm for someone who just saw a stabbing yeah maybe not the first they seen. so the police are on their way um the manager has two young skidheads uh out front act like they were in a fight 
Yeah, I like how he's like, uh, go give me two true believers. Yeah, he goes over to the, I don't know, I forget, I guess the bookkeeper. And he's like, you know, I need $600 to pay off some stuff. And he's like, well, you just gave 350 for the band. He goes, this is, there was, you know, murder, blah, blah, blah. There was a little death off. action. Yeah, yeah do a little cover-up. So they get a couple 600 of, bucks, no problem. <laughs> get a couple of the younger guys to uh, take, He one stabs the other a couple times. And, and I like how they say it wasn't the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to take this one. He's like, ah, not the first time. It's like, well, how often do you get stabbed for money? Yeah. Uh... I like the part where he gives him the money, and then he takes the money back, yeah. and he says, well, hold this for you in case you end up in jail. <laughs> like a voucher, he says. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cops will take the money. It's like, I don't think they would, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> Um, and then police pull up. Inside, uh, there's going to be a lot of inside-outside, but inside the green room is cleared <clears throat> of all the skinheads except one, Big Justin, and he has a revolver, and he's kind of holding the band hostage, sort of. Plus, No, it's exactly that. Yeah. When you lock a door behind you and have a gun and say you can't leave, yeah. that's a hostage situation. But he's nice about it. He is polite. <laughs> They're very polite the whole time. They're very calm, very polite, cool in a crisis. These gentlemen. <laughs> but also, well, this uh, isn't their first time. Uh, Amber, who's Immigrant Poots or whatever, she's stuff stuck in there too. And Amber was the color of her energy. Mm. Whoa! And she has a very interesting haircut, which I assume is a wig, and um, it's ugly. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. You know what Elaine's favorite object is? <laughs> no, it's not my favorite tertiary object. Oh, Just I wait was... for it. I got a good one. I got a good one. Oh, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> well, 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 you got you got some a time. good one. You may want to. You know, this is. Let me explain how this podcast works. Okay? <laughs> I know it's your first day and everything. You're also gonna need a favorite character, Carly. And the least favorite character, a favorite line, and a favorite scene. I have those. <laughs> and apparently a Desert Island band. I have that too. Oh yeah, Desert Island band. You got one? I got six. No, one. You have I to know. narrow I'm trying to do it in the back of my head while I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, Tony's going to have to go last. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so, well, I'm going to go it's last. It's his movie. It's, he gets to go last. <laughs> well, luckily. Yeah. So, anyway, they keep, uh, Justin and, and keeps telling them to calm down, um, uh, but Reese says, fuck it. He's only got six bullets. And uh, if we all go at once, go at once. And Justin says, um, look, sit down, calm down, and you won't die. And uh, outside, uh, Darcy shows up. He's the owner. He's Patrick Stewart. Um, he has the manager. You didn't get a haircut for this movie. No. No, he, he, he just, went all natural. That's just what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he and Gabe, who's the manager... Um, they try to work out the damage control in the whole scene. They apparently have got plans upon plans upon plans for this. Um, from their conversation, they're worried about who knows that Pat's band is here, you know, who's waiting for him somewhere else, all those details. Uh, Darcy really doesn't see any way of having them live through this. Uh, they look into Tiger's van and they find gas cans and the, the siphoning hose and all that stuff, and they're pretty pleased they're by like, that. Great. <clears throat> Inside, the band's uh, pretty much getting ready to charge Justin when the manager, Gabe, knocks on the door. He tells Justin Justin to calm down and to take the bullets out of the gun and give the gun to the kids and to not shoot them. Darcy uh, confirms this. He's there, too, and he apologizes to the band. He's very nice as well. Um, Justin gives them the gun and starts to leave, but uh, Tiger stops him. They believe that they don't believe. They believe that pretty much all this is bullshit, and if they open the door, let Justin leave, then they're all just going to be executed. That's, so they're not going to let Justin leave unless 
they want to see they basically want to see the cops. Nobody's going anywhere. They have the gun and the bullets. And nobody's going anywhere until the cops show up. I really thought there was going to be like a fake cop walk in and then kill him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that never occurred to me. Uh, <laughs> Reese and Tiger jump Justin and pull him down. Uh, Reese gets Excuse Justin me. in an arm bar uh, while Amber and Pat move a couch in front of the door. Um, they got they got the bullets and the gun again, everything back. Darcy tries to calm them down, uh, but they're not listening this time. Uh, Darcy walks away from the door and explains to his men that uh, basically they'll just kill them in the bar and then stage their deaths somewhere else, make it look like a setup. Some the guy. banker guy. Hell of a good plan. They're going to take them to the banker guy, to the residence. Mm-hmm. And the banker guy apparently has a bunch of bike dogs. Yeah. Which seems like a really bad way to go. It, remind, it kind of reminded me of uh, Hannibal, where they had the pigs. The pigs, yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Carly, Werewolf I know you've never seen this. I have. You saw Hannibal? Of all the fucking movies that I didn't expect <laughs> to see, I'd never be like, oh, Hannibal, yeah, I've seen You that. know what That's it reminded me of? Werewolf in London. Yeah. That was completely different. It was a dog. Where he rips up Jack, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's a great movie. Way to good callback. You know what else is a good callback? Harley Davidson and Marble. Oh goodness. <laughs> All right. So inside, <laughs> Sam has a revolver, uh, but explains that she's not she's not ready for this. She doesn't want the gun. She's got to give it to someone else. So you missed the part where he, they're talking about the gun, and he's like, "No, this gun's the, only got five shots. Yeah, it's five and shots. Cartridge. And cartridges. <laughs> was it the bullet is what goes through you. Yeah, because there's really big bullets. I, might, I don't know. It was a, a big one. Because yeah. you can have a six-shooter, I don't know. Could have been a bunch of things. He also said that it was, these are really big fucking bullets yeah. to blow a big hole That's in why them. I only hold five. Because um, it would go through you. Yeah, I was going to say, you, it'll go through all, all your wall, all your little skinny kids. Pretty easy. But um, but he, she tries to pass it to Tiger or Pat, but they both refuse. Amber says she'll take it, and they're like, no. <laughs> we don't know you. Like, don't give it to the poots. Reese lets Justin go and grabs the gun. Um, and then has Justin sit on the ground, leg, legs crisscrossed applesauce. Nice. Um, outside, Darcy and Gabe are making their plans to get still uh, and another with another guy on how to stage the kids' deaths slash disappearances. Uh, Darcy, Darcy says he wants red laces only, you know, meaning skinheads that have bled for their cause. I says to John, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, and I don't know. And he Googled it. I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Um, either they're always down. Or they've killed somebody, mm. according to the interwebs. Yeah. Um, inside, the band's trying to find another way out of the room. Through ceiling tiles, walls, whatever they can. You know what else I looked up was when uh, Patrick Stewart mentioned boot party. That was pretty self-explanatory. That's when you just bludgeon a motherfucker with your boots. Yeah, I, I figured that one. Yeah, that one's pretty self-explanatory, but I also looked that up. <laughs> I don't know if you were going to cover that, Tony, and I just felt the need to put that no, out there. No, I didn't. Uh... And he says, well, after the boot party, he was like, oh, what the fuck? I'm like, that sounds like it should be. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. You might have to watch American History X to brush they... up on it. I don't think they mention a boot party in that. He just I know they curbs... make that guy curb stomp. He curb stomped the fuck yeah. out of a dude. Yeah, but that's that's more like a boot party of one. <laughs> is it a party if it's only one person? Let's make reservations. I don't know. You can have a party with just one person. So Pat There's asks, a joke about parties, but I'm gonna let it go. Parties Pat, in my pants and breast No, that's not it. <laughs> I thought you said you were gonna let it go. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Why? Because there's a party in your pants. And every, that's Everybody's right. It's coming. Everybody's coming. Well, Pat asks Amber if she has a phone. No, they took it. 
So he's like, Pat's like, look, I'm going to have to check the dead girl. And, you know, she doesn't have anything on her. So they're like, well, we're going to check Justin. They tell him to empty his pockets out. Chain wallet, of course, keys, and then a knife. What do you mean, of course? Chain wallet. Are you stereotyping chain. skinheads as the type of gentleman who likes chain wallets? Or are you saying people who like chain wallets are skinheads? I'm what are you saying, trying to say here? Uh-oh. Of course. Uh-oh. I'm just saying. Uh-oh. We'll talk about this afterwards. <laughs> Wait, I had a chain wallet when I was in high school. I did too. I wasn't My dad head. had one when he rode motorcycles. Pretty sure my dad still has one. <laughs> <laughs> I think your dad does too. Like, chain and I also think, and I'm pretty sure no, my brother has a chain wallet. I don't have one anymore, but because mm. it's not the 90s anymore. They're not cool, <laughs> but whatever. Some people don't do what's cool. Some people just do what works. I don't know. It was cool to have a chain wallet back then. Like nowadays, you could, we used to wear those shits in school. There yeah. is no way they oh, let no. you bring that shit to school no. now. Because no, there's more than one. Someone took their wallet and was swinging it around, smacking people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Those were different times, I guess. <laughs> um, so he's being kind of sly about his pockets. So they're like, okay, turn them, empty them out. Turn them out. Uh, he pulls out a flip phone, and they're like, oh, give me that shit, and he breaks it before they can. It's one of those... It's like, oops. Know, <laughs> man, those little shitty ones. I mean, this is 2015, 2016? Yeah. He still had a flip phone? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? Might be a burner phone, I guess. <clears throat> those then, are cheap. Then all the lights go out. Uh, Amber lights a cigarette, gives it to Justin, tells him to smoke it. It says, uh, if this cherry on the end of a cigarette does anything you don't like, just shoot him. That was really quick thinking. Way to go, Poots. Is it Tiger or Reese notices, it's Tiger, notices that there's some light coming from the floor? I think it's Tiger. I think it's Tiger. Because Reese has got the gun all the time, and Tiger's fucking around in the corner. Every time he says Reese, I think of Terminator. Yeah. Which, this kid, uh, what's his name, the poor guy who died? Yelton. Yeah, um, he plays Reese in Terminator. Salvation. Salvation, very good. Um, Okay, so, the... Lights come back on. Outside the bar, we find out that... Um, that could not have been louder, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I was pouring a little drink, skiing. I was trying to be quiet, okay? Shut up. <laughs> Tony was talking louder. <laughs> sorry. God, uh, Tony, you're supposed to cover for me. Project. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we, the power... Start singing Nazi bunks. Nazi bunks. <laughs> <laughs> the power cuts off, and then it cuts back on, and then we find out this is all a ploy by Darcy to clear the bar out. Uh, the skinheads are all still hanging out there, so he says that uh, they're having trouble with their main lines, and they've got the generator running, but they can't. Everybody's got to go. They can't. They can't finish the party today. So he's like, "Look, just come back on Sunday, and nobody has to pay a cover." And they're all they're all like down with that. And he goes, "You know what? Screw that. Everybody drinks for free from tor- two to four. And then everybody's like, "Oh hell yeah!" So they're cool. He's like, now get the fuck out. Now get the fuck out. Which. Goes to say that it's probably a bar. If drinks are free from 2 to 4, then that means they're not free other times. It's probably still a private establishment. I'm sure, but it's still actually probably a working bar. And two, I thought they were going to burn down the bar. And that's why he promised free drinks. Because (laughs) there's no way I would promise all those fuckers a bunch of free drinks. There were so many times when they were all in that room and they wouldn't come out. I was like, they're just going to set the place on fire. There was a few times I thought different people were going to burn the bar down. At one point I was like, fuck it, why don't we just burn the fucking bar down? Like, you know what I mean? Maybe we'll live, but either way, that, fucking fire apartments. Coming. I know that they were going to go with staged gas siphoning dog attack at this point, but I still kind of thought maybe they had a backup going to burn the bar down. Because they did have a dead body yeah. that they had to hide. Yeah. Um, okay. Inside, the band is still trying to find a way out when uh, Darcy bangs on the door. 
Darcy tries to calm him down again. He explains that the gun is unregistered and he doesn't want any trouble. He wants to get the gun out of the situation because unregistered guns, big deal. Uh, he says he just wants to get them out and he just doesn't want to harm them. He just wants to get them out of the, the bar and that's over. Give up the gun and you can get out. They, they decide that a good idea would be to trade the gun for a phone. And uh, Darcy's like, nah. <laughs> I don't think so. So um, they're kind of stuck. And uh, Darcy gives them 30 seconds to make a decision. They decide. Well, he threatens them. He says, look, as far as I'm concerned, you guys locked yourselves in there with some of my people and you have a gun. And yeah. I just happened upon this situation. I own the establishment. Out-of-town band comes in, kills a girl, takes a hostage. Why yeah. didn't they just do that from go? Like, okay, lock him in there. Oh, hey, call the police. But like, hey, this is what's going on. They had this girl in there, this guy in there. They had all jumped on board. That would have been smart thinking. I don't know. I the local the cops might not have believed well, the local skinheads. They're probably not the most reputable of people. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, get enough witnesses, I guess. I don't know. That's not my... Uh, not to... Uh, they did play that Nazi punk song. So, you know. Yeah. They came that in there a, with hate in their heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to be everybody else's word against those four, five. Including so, the boots. So they're basically like, look, we got, what are we going to do? Are we going to sit here and shoot our way out? Or, you know, and then Reese is like, fuck it, you know, and he wraps Justin back up in the arm bar and he's like, I just want to see what happens. And then, then Pat's like, well, fuck it then, I'm going to give him the gun back. So, um, Pat sticks the gun out the door. Amber, but Amber's looking through these, like, uh, these little vents in the door or something mm-hmm. or the side of the yeah. room. It's really it's like, weird. It's in the door. It's like at the school where they have like the little ki- tiny little vents at the bottom of the doors. Yeah. Um, in she can see doors. that there's other people out there waiting close to the door. And then uh, Pat goes to pull his hand back and they start to slash it to rivets with knives. That's the part that they showed in the part that I saw. And the one I saw, they showed them slashing and cutting the knives on the outside. Honestly, I don't know if they showed that or not right. because I was like, I I was looking she was something. Like, no, I was, John was John had gotten up to iron his suit, and I was looking at Excuse him. Excuse me, I was steaming. My I looked at him to say, you don't and iron then a suit. and then Pat, I looked at him to say something, and then I was probably this is stupid. He's giving the gun back. And I looked away from the TV, and then Pat starts screaming, and I look back, and he's pulling his mangled arm in the door, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? Yeah, yeah no shit. They did not show it. We saw his. We saw it from the inside. We yeah, saw him stick his arm out, that, and, the and then watched. he's trying to get it back, and we saw somebody going like this, yeah. but we didn't actually see the contact I don't know his if arm. They, honestly, I don't know if that happened or not, because I was not looking at the screen, <laughs> and then I did not want to look once I saw his arm, because <laughs> I was very upset they sliced that bitch to rivets. Yeah. yeah. How was he even lifting his arm? Well, while... Once he pulls his arm back in, or while he's getting his arm slashed up, Justin says, fucking just breaks, uh, or Reese says, fucking just breaks uh, Justin's arm. Um, let's see. Sorry. You lost your spot. I lost my spot. <laughs> Reese breaks and, uh, Justin's arm. This portion s- of the podcast is brought to you by Baby Boats. The tiger, <laughs> tiger and uh, the rest jump over, push the, slam the door shut, and push the couch back in front. Um... 
Tiger tries to help uh, Pat with his arm. I mean, it's it's a mess. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Reese is choking out. Justin thinks he's out and then lets him go. Because Justin starts to fight back after he breaks his arm. Yeah. And then Reese gets him with a rear naked choke. Which right. I really like this scene because when he choked him out, like he put him out and then like, all right, he's out. And then a few seconds later, he comes back. Yeah. Because that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Once the blood starts going to your brain, You're you back. wake up. Yeah. You don't fall asleep for 45 minutes like in every other fucking movie. It really pisses me off. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't like the way he crossed his feet with his arm bar, but I do appreciate there's pretty good jujitsu in this movie. <laughs> so then. See, that's there, just douchey. He gets him back in the choke. And, and that's does it again. When the and, and he tells the poots, tell me when he's out. And the poots. And Tony goes, Riley, don't watch this part. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine watched it and was very upset. She Amber, cut him from nuts to neck. Yeah. Amber takes a, a box cutter or a razor and just slashes his It's a his box cutter because Justin had had it in his pocket. And he and just slashes his belly open. Yeah, I did not see that. Tony I told me like, to look Like, evidently right. that killed him. I Which guess. would not have killed him. It yeah. wouldn't have killed him, and he'd have woke up. And he'd I kept waiting him. when I first watched it. I kept waiting for him to wake back up and just be like, ah, screaming. I was like, oh, God, we have to sit and watch this one guy with a mangled arm screaming, and then Justin with his open belly screaming. I was like, oh, my God. But no, he apparently choked him to death, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's not how that works, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's I mean, eventually how that works, but it takes a lot longer than that. 20 minutes. Um, uh, it takes about five, six minutes to kill somebody like that. But you got to hold and squeeze the whole fucking time. Yeah. I'd get tired. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, in much better shape than Reese. I'll be like, let's just do something else. I'm tired. <laughs> Your shift. <laughs> yeah. Somebody right. get a pillow or something. <laughs> like, I'll choke him for a minute, and then you come in for a minute. And then... <laughs> Somebody you don't mind, Justin. Cushion. We got to kill this dude. <laughs> People ain't killing. Yeah. So, um, outside, Darcy has his men ready. Uh, he's waiting for the dog, dog handler to show up. Um, skinheads that he doesn't trust, he gives, he's like, get them out of here, and he gives them a bunch of uh, heroin, I think, pretty much. The guy yeah. who actually, Worm, the guy who yeah. did the stabbing of the, the girl, yeah. and, and they didn't boys. lock the door, yeah. he's like, this what, is... What you can't see is Carly stabbing herself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> the stabbing. But uh, Worm, the yeah. one who actually did the stabbing, yeah. he's like, what the fuck was Worm thinking? Kill and they didn't lock the door, and he's pissed, and he's the one he gives the drugs to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and a few of his friends. Yeah, the other people that were in the room. Yeah, yeah. Other than Big Justin. Um, inside, the band manages to smash open the floor in the back corner, and that leads to a, another lower room. Um, down there, Tiger finds some duct tape so he can wrap up Pat's arm. Uh, the room below is a storage place for where they're moving heroin. And that's why Darcy and his friends are so bent on killing the band. Are you okay over there? Reese? <laughs> you, I just, words are hard. I was looking up um, the gentleman that plays the money man. Dan, or Gabe? The, no. no. Gabe's not the money man. Oh, boy. I was looking him up and got distracted and don't know what I'm saying now. The money man yeah. is the dog handler. I was okay. looking at the guy Gabe's that was the, the dog handler. The money from but I can't you. figure out which one is the dog handler. So what's with the face? But I clicked on the guy that played Daniel, and I found out that he was in... He played um, in the movie Drive Me Crazy with um, Vinny, with Vincent Chase and Melissa Joan Hart. His and name I was, is Adrian Grenier. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and he played Designated Dave. Oh, Designated Dave. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. But I was trying to figure hey, out which one was the money Hey, we should do that with Carly. Man. It's a romantic thing. 
But I can't I've figure out which one. You never is. saw it. No. It's not good movie. <laughs> but Clark. it's like a it's so bad it's good kind of movie. It's Clark. a teen movie and it's just so bad that it's funny kind of thing. Like you it's should just watch really it. good. It's Sorry. not really good. You should have just not even interrupted. Well, Reese. <laughs> I got Tony's like Reese says. So anyway, <laughs> Reese says they have to run. He's like they're gonna come in here and kill us, or we can go out there and they can kill us. But fuck it, let's just go and try and run. So, um, one grabs a knife, one gets a broken fluorescent light. Which is a bad a weapon leg. for multiple people. Don't they, um, dig the hole in the ground first? No. Yeah. Dig a hole in the they ground? They dug the hole through the floor, they went down, yeah. and they found out it was a heroin lab. Yeah, I just yes. said that. And that's oh, where sorry. he got oh, the duct tape. There that's why yeah. was There was looking, nowhere sorry. out. That's cool. There was no oh, way yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And um, so then they decided. You were too to busy looking at, um, um, Drive Me Crazy, Desmond yes. Dave. So they all say, fuck it, and then... Are about to run out the door when they all give their uh, album their their real Desert Island album. Well, real Desert Island. Island. With you, Tad. You, you didn't mention which I thought you would have. Yeah, is, yeah during yeah, the Tad's interview, mm-hmm. he's like, "What's your uh, Desert Island band?" And everybody picked one except for uh, what's his nuts. Pat. 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 He and they know. all picked like what you would expect these like, punk Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the Misfits. Dead Kennedys. Yeah. But now they're all gonna die, and they're like, "All right, for real." So one guy said Prince, <laughs> which tiger. is a really good pick, by the way. I was like, "Oh, solid pick." Tiger says the Misfits. Reese says Prince. Sam says Simon and Garfunkel. Amber says Madonna and Slayer. Pat still doesn't have one. Madonna and Slayer is kind of um, out there. Yeah, but sure, she's out there. Um, so they make a run for it. They make it to the bar, and the lights are still off, and uh, there's nobody in the bar. Uh, that's when they hear the dogs. Dogs are a dog is let loose into the bar. Uh, what pitbull? Giant pitbull. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fighting dog. It's probably a pitbull. It's definitely um, a pitbull or a pitbull mix. It immediately jumps on Tiger and chews him to ribbits. Ooh. And uh, well, they choose his throat. Yeah, it just tears his throat like, just all out. Tear his throat out, which is a really bad way to go. Mm. Yeah, because you suffocate on. And your he own does. Blood. And they show for him for quite a while, and he doesn't die. And they cut back yeah. to him a couple of times. They show he's him still yeah. not struggling dead. to breathe. And then the worst part too is they show him, and they show from his point of view, and he looks up, and he can see under the bar there's a shotgun, and he can't get to it because he's dying. And it's just terrible. Yeah, that's got to be a, like on my ways to go. That's on the bottom yeah, of the list. That's not a good one. That's that's just above burning to death. Reese finds. I want to say it's a window, but it's really weird. He kind of gets his... It, I thought it was like a flap into the kitchen or yes. something. He, yeah. he finds the flap. It it's like the kitchen pass-through that's been closed right. because the kitchen is closed. Okay. So he goes through the pass-through into the kitchen and then out a window in the kitchen. That's what it which is. Which is a bad way to go. Which, and there was somebody waiting for him. And they just gunked the shit out of him, stabbed, beat him and stab him. They and beat him and stab him, yeah. Throw him to the ground. But he's not dead yet either. No, he's still they, breathing. No, they yeah. leave him alive too. Like, oh, he's still breathing. All right, we'll let him breathe for a while. They want to prolong him. it so the time of death yeah. is later. And you can Ooh. hear him struggling to breathe and choking on him, on his own blood. I'm sure it's pretty rough. Um, Bad days. <laughs> Sam starts to go out the door, uh, but a man tries to grab her by the arm. She snatches a nearby fire extinguisher and blasts him in the face with it. Quick goat thinking. Yeah. Am, hey, if there's ever a fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> That's good because it takes oxygen away from the area that you spray, so you can't breathe when someone sprays you. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, because you need oxygen for fire. That's yeah. true. So. And for breathing. Well, <laughs> also for breathing. I did know that. I'll go and pop in like it was something you wouldn't have known. And also for breathing. Oh, thank you for that. Fun fact. <laughs> it's a fun fact. Um, Amber has a, jog, a dog jump on her leg, 
and uh, she beats it with the mic stand for a little bit, but then the mic heads over, uh, slides over to the uh, speaker and starts to do a feedback loop. And it gets louder and louder and louder until the dog's ears starts to hurt real bad. And he, like, he runs away. And the dog's like, fuck this. Yeah, he's like, I don't get a paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Amber, Pat, and Sam all run back and back into the green room. They're back where they started. Outside, uh, Darcy sends in two more skinheads with machetes. Um, I guess this is Daniel, right? Daniel and uh, Johnson yeah. or something. Jonathan. Johnson and Agent Johnson? No, no, Daniel relation. and Jonathan, no I think. Daniel's Tad's cousin. Do they remember cousin. Vietnam? And Daniel, I was in yeah. high school. Daniel's Tad's cousin. He's the one that got him the gig. Yeah. Daniel's designated Dave. Um, Gabe uh, pulls Reese's torn body over to Darcy. Darcy asks if he's still breathing. We said this already, but uh, Gabe says, yeah. Darcy says, good. Let him bleed out. It looks better for time of death to be later. Mm-hmm. Pretty cold. Uh, inside, the skinheads turn the mic off. And disconnect it and uh, drag Tiger's body's body out. Body's, his body out. Sorry. Words <laughs> are uh, hard. And then the skinheads smash the door open. Uh, one of the skinheads ends up being Emily's boyfriend. And That's there's Dave. There's a bit of a subplot that I didn't touch on here as much as I should have. But basically, he was supposed to come get Emily and then they had their shit packed and they were going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's apparently that's why they killed Emily, I guess. Something we don't like know that, that yet. Well, yeah. what happened is... Later, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to leave. They're leaving the group. Yeah. They're disappearing. I didn't know. Is it like a uh, death offense to leave the... No. Apparently. Nazi no. Like, I don't know. But... I thought he's But not they know things. So, he's got red laces. <laughs> they know things. <laughs> <laughs> so, they go up and they bust into the green room. Right. Yeah. And he sees Rachel dead. And Daniel's like, who did it? Who did it? And Amber's like... It was Worm, and he's like, no, it wasn't. And she's like, do you want to hear the truth or not? She's like, yeah, what did they tell you? And Daniel because tells the other I'll one tell to you leave. The truth. Yeah, he's he, like, get out. He tells John, John, the other dude to leave, and then she tells Daniel that Worm murdered Rachel because they found out she was leaving, but they didn't know about him. Yeah. And they then figured it all out. And then while this is happening, then you flashed outside, and Gabe... And they look over and they see Daniel's car still sitting yeah, there. Yeah, Darcy's like, yeah. why and didn't you want Dan on the door tonight? Like, what's he's taking like, so long? Something yeah. is weird. Something's wrong. It's taking too long. <laughs> you didn't want Daniel on the door. Why not? And he's like, well, there was rumors about him and her. And it just kind of felt right. So then Darcy goes to check Daniel's trunk. And he finds all the stuff. So it's obvious that they were leaving. But then he finds that bat. Wrapped in plastic, yeah. which is, I'm sure, is the key piece of evidence for a murder charge. Yeah. yeah. He also opens a wallet and sees D- uh, Daniel and Emily together. Yeah. And he's like, they love birds. Okay. He so, put it all together. And he, I think he was he fine until brain. he saw that bat. And then yeah. it was like, oh, Worm saved us. Cause well, no, if- he says Gabe saved them. Because if Gabe, he told Gabe that he just saved them. Because if he hadn't, sa- if he hadn't told, you know been suspicious they never would have looked in the trunk and they wouldn't have never would have found out that daniel had the bat which i'm sure is key evidence because yeah they killed somebody with something yeah. yeah and daniel says that he was a traitor later when they go to get sam out of the heroin room mm-hmm. but if and the if heroin they, room you know what <laughs> those are words you just don't hear very often because she runs uh, in the run heroin down the heroin room. room and grab me a kilo <laughs> <laughs> Because she, she hid when they broke down the door. Well, the skinhead Daniel is going to help them. Yeah. Now, is that Because he's a traitor. 
And yeah. uh, Darcy finally just says, fuck it. Uh, go ahead, send two guys in. Go ahead, use guns, but use them sparingly. Because if you shoot him twice, you got to dig out the yeah, bullets. Yeah, you're going to be digging the bullets out. But he's he's like, this is just... Like, know. he's a cold-blooded son of a bitch, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's just like, this is taking too long. We can't do this all night. And uh, He's like, I got shit to do. We got, I got shit to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> we got to have new floors and stuff. He's like, Star Trek Next Generation is on. I got to make it home. <laughs> I never miss an episode. Engage. <laughs> so Pat, Amber, Sam, and Daniel try to make it out now. Uh, Daniel's like, look, it's cool because I know where they keep their guns. And he starts to show them on the He's like, I know where we can go. Yeah. I know, like, he's got a plan. And what's and funny is he's fucking talking. Go ahead, Tony. No. <laughs> and he he's reaches under the um, the bar where uh, Tiger saw while he was dying, saw the shotgun, and he starts to pull the shotgun out, and the whole side of his face explodes because somebody blasts him. Like, mid-sentence. That was very <laughs> upsetting. Like, yeah. too late. Oh, shit. But he had shells on the bar. Yeah. So they know there's stuff under there. And this guy pushes, puts a shotgun on Amber, but she pushes the shotgun away with the mic stand again. And, the hell uh, of a mic stand. Yeah, and Sam blasts him in the face with a fire extinguisher. Um, Again, or a different person, but... Uh, Pat says, fuck it, and uh, Jason Voorhees is the big motherfucker in the neck. <laughs> and uh, Amber takes the shotgun and starts to load it. Uh, they all run outside and are immediately fired upon mm. by Darcy and his boys. Who are have the aim of stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then Sam uh, gets charged by another pit bull, and uh, she seems, I'm not exactly sure how it works because it's kind of dark, but I think she hits the dog, but it doesn't kill it, but it hurts it pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. With some kind of Yeah, the grazing dog gets blast. hurt. Yeah. Because, yeah, they have to shoot him up with some dope she, or something later. Yeah, she yeah. shot him. But it still tears her apart. And yeah. uh, so Pat and Amber run back in. Amber gets shot. I thought she got shot in the gut, but then the second time we watched it, she they duct tape her leg. So I think yeah. she gets shot in the leg, but yeah. she's kind of cool for somebody that got shot. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's movie stuff or if she got shot. You can't. They don't really show hey, it. Hey, the poots is a warrior. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's gonna be in my wrap up. The poots has survived a fright night. Her foot <laughs> she got, got all bitten, poots. and she got shot in the leg. She's still going. Yeah. Um, uh, Imogen, what is, is it? Imogen? I don't know. Imogen, Imogen. Imogen, Imogen. Her best friend. If you love to come the podcast, we would love to have you. Yeah. We'll do a we'll do a whole month of just your movies. <laughs> Does she have four? Oh, sure. Yeah. We've already done two. We've yeah. never, <laughs> I looked at her IMDb. I'd never heard of any of these movies, so you know, I'm sure that they would be good podcast fodder. I'll mm-hmm. watch them, because I guarantee you, all underappreciated. Yeah. And those are the rules, people. Underappreciated. <laughs> She's a good actress. Outside, Darcy gives Gabe his red laces. He earned them. And uh, the dog handler gives his dog a shot of something. We don't know. Uh, I guess it was heroin. Yeah, I assume it's a painkiller. Because they got lots of that stuff hanging around. Uh, she said it'll keep them alive for an hour. Uh, Darcy waits till the hander leaves and says, okay, anyway, fuck all that. We don't well, because the about handler's the like, he's got an hour. Yeah. I would consider it a personal favor if he died with meat in his teeth. He's yeah. like, take my dog back in there and let him kill him. Yeah. And Darcy's like, anyways, <laughs> I'm I'm the leader, it's, it's like, by the way. His, his kill word is like butterscotch or something. <laughs> it's a... Uh, Foos? Fuss? Fuss? Fuss, fuss, or something. I'm sure it's something German yeah, for like Fuss, fosh. I don't know. It's German for bite, probably. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Bite um, for any German or... listeners yeah. want to let us know what bite means in German. So um, <laughs> so they go in. Uh, a couple guys go in uh, with the dog. And uh, the feedback feedback's going off again. But uh, this time it's not on the outside. It's in the back room. So they can't turn it off. And the dog says, yeah, fuck all this. And he runs and he leaves. Yeah, He's like, I ain't got time for this. I only got He's an hour left to watch. Smartest character in the movie. He's like, I'm, I'm done with this movie. 
I already got shot once. I'm feeling good right now, yeah. but I don't need this in my ears. And he runs away. And so. there the guys have left, so there's nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> so the two two skinheads go into the green room and Pat is there with his back to them and they tell him to turn around. He turns around, his head's shaved, he's got camo on his face, and then he jumps down the hole. It's something about Odin. <laughs> Well, no, they talk about um, when it's just him and the poots. They're talking about um, his pep talk from earlier about paintball. And he's like, some people play real war. And he's like... He tries to give this motivational speech, but it's not very good. It's really corny. He's probably in shock from his arm getting mangled. Because these are real guns. It's basically how when, when you're going to lose a fight against people... Fuck it, just charge them and shoot them. Yeah. And Tells a story hopefully. about paintball where his crazy yeah. friend, they were getting slaughtered by a bunch of actual military guys, and his crazy friend just said, fuck it, went out there and ended up killing all of them. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, they're like, maybe we can pretend like this is a real war. But let's like make up a strategy. Let's try to... Just go hard. Yeah. Hard as a motherfucker. Let's go ham. So he shaves his head so when you first walk in, he kind of looks like that. And them. he draws. That's a really good idea, though. Yeah, but I don't think that's why him. I did it. He was just getting in character. No, I think it was have... like if it was me, I'd have shaved my head and acted like I was one of them. Like, did we get him? <laughs> Maybe they're disoriented. It's dark. They can't. I hate he should have taken Justin's shoes. Maybe they would have been fooled by the red lace. I hate minorities and stuff. Rolled his pants up and worn the boots. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have faked like a motherfucker to try to get to the door. Um, all right, so Pat jumps down the hole, and then the skidhead uh, has one of them has a shotgun, one of them has a pistol. The skinhead with the shotgun goes down the hole to follow him. The other one says, "Be careful, it's a trap." And he's like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah, like you only got three bullets. Yeah, they're talking about it. Yeah, they're talking to each other about it. And the shotgunner goes down. He's kind of searching the room, and uh, he tells the other guy to watch his back. So he, the other guy's kind of kind of uh, hunched over the hole, looking down, waiting, making sure that the other guy and the doesn't sneak out. And fucking Poots sneaks out of the couch like a goddamn like, ninja. <laughs> like, like LL Cool J in, in toys. Yeah. <laughs> like LL Cool J in toys or, uh, with fake legs on the toilet. Or Schwarzenegger and Predator. And, and the eyes just open. Or no, that was Rambo. Was that Rambo or Predator? No, it was Predator. Op- eyes open and he just fucking in the comes mud. out. It was actually both. So. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it was uh, First Blood Part 2 yep. and, and Predator. But both. And she yep. fucking kills this guy like a goddamn boss. Yeah, she slashes, slashes his fucking throat. And he wouldn't have died right away, but in the movie he does. And I'll allow it because it's the fucking poots. Pretty good. <laughs> With her box cutter. And then she yells down, he's only got three shots. Three so bullets like, left. And then he shoots at her, and then she's like, two bullets yeah. left. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he needs that, but and okay. Then, <laughs> and then she sprays down fire extinguishers so he has like a smoke grenade going on. <laughs> she might be Batman. I don't know. <laughs> so, we're, we're checking into that. <laughs> the shotgun guy moves around into Pat's hiding place, and Pat swings his machete doesn't connect really that hard and uh the skinhead blasts again so now he's down to one and she's like one <laughs> and then uh amber amber dangles her feet down the hole and yells one shot left and then he fires at her legs and it hits but it wasn't her it was one of the corpses it was the it was her dead friend <laughs> yeah. how fucking hardcore is poos she grabs it's... her dead friend's body and dangles it as a it stone had to look more like her <laughs> it worked she's a fucking boss man <laughs> and then she drops the dead body and uh drops the pistol down and the skinhead drops the shotgun and then goes and dives for the pistol and but amber looks at him and laughs and holds the uh, magazine in her hand because the, the gun's empty mm-hmm. 
doofus. Yeah. And, and that time, Pat's Pat. loading up the shotgun like, Well, he's oh. trying to with what's left of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, God damn it, fingers work. Yeah. Um, he goes for the shotgun. He can't quite load it all the way. One shot, I think, goes off and uh, at nobody. And then he's trying to load it. And uh, the, the skinhead's trying to pull it away from him. Obviously, he really only has one arm. And uh, fucking... <laughs> Fucking Boots. Amber Boots <laughs> comes down, slams the fucking magazine, racks it, and blows this motherfucker's head off. Like, shoots him in the neck and then shoots him in the head. Yeah, she double taps him like a good a... shot. <laughs> well, from that range, you don't really well, miss, I mean, Carly. Yeah. Miss, but she's you just hardcore. put the barrel in the area. And... Yeah. Then Amber and Pat climb out, and Gabe Gabe walks in, is standing there all by himself, and he's he's trying like, to clean. Shocked. He was sent into yeah. clean up. Yeah. He's like vacuuming and shit. <laughs> Just, and he's got like he's, the rolling bucket. He <laughs> and he's singing Nazi death songs, and he's no. just cleaning like you do. No, and he's like, I just doesn't he say I just want to go to jail? No, he no, says he goes, I, I don't, don't want to go, go to jail. jail. And then uh, they basically take him hostage. And um, but he's kind of like, look, I won't. I'll, I'll yeah, he's like, I, don't, like, I got nothing. Yeah, I he's like, I don't even like these fucking. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, we get a shot of the attack dog still leaving. He's <laughs> running down the street. Just arbitrarily just yeah. running around. See you guys. Um, Amber, Pat, and Gabe get out, and they run. Um, the rest of the crew had all left to set up the, the other crime scene or death scene or whatever. And uh, they're like, look, um, Gabe, you're going to have to go call the police, and they trust him. It's a little... A little uh, Doesn't make any sense. On that, I was like, I don't yeah. know about that, chief. But, <laughs> like, negative. Uh, and then Amber and Pat go to the crime, other crime place to uh, handle that. They can, like, they can hear the dogs. The dogs. The like, they can hear the people. And they're like, do you think they're still alive? Did you see them? Were they dead? Mm-hmm. And... I don't and they're know. like, what's going on over there? And Gabe's like, you don't want to. Yeah, know. basically the dogs are tearing up their. And I bodies. feel like yeah. I feel like Pat wants to go because he wants to just make sure that if they're still alive, he can't leave without making sure that they're not still alive. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. Pat didn't see any of it. Yeah, know? he doesn't know who's alive, who's yeah. dead. They could have just been held yeah. hostage. Because he was kind of stuck, and he's also in shock. Probably he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But then because the when pit- they try to give him a weapon early, he's like. I'm just going to run. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not fighting. I... <laughs> I'm not really in this. Yeah. So they uh, they go over there. He'd already be dead if it wasn't for the poots. Yeah, no shit. Dude, the poots is... And that duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> the poots and duct tape. That'll get you everything. everything so um, so they, they go over there and they catch two more of the, the skinheads. One One's the dog handler and one is like the up and coming like hardcore guy, yeah. I guess. And uh, they basically take them hostage, and they walk them over to the van, to, uh, I guess it's Tiger's van? The, the crime scene, we'll yeah. call it. Yeah. And uh, that's when band. Darcy comes out, and they have Darcy too now. What's up, bitch? Um, I don't know, I mean, I, I get it, but I don't know why, but Pooch just shoots the one guy, <laughs> the dog handler. He says something, and she just shoots, blasts him, and he dies. And he falls on the ground, and he's dying too. Well, there was a great line here, because after she shoots him... Um, then Pat is like, what are you doing? We're not here for this. And she's like, why did we come if it wasn't for this? Yeah. <laughs> like, she always was going to murder them all because they yeah. all, like they tried was, to fucking kill her. It was killing time. And then... She's like Nazi punks. Like, Nazi punks. I don't know. Nazi I was going to mess up the crime scene. She's like, I thought we would make another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
She's she's gone full psychopath at this point, yeah. which yeah. which is understandable. She's a serial killer and, at this point. Like there's Jason Voorhees, the Poots, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. That's the order. And Darcy. And then Darcy. <laughs> so Darcy and his men were basically going to make it look like the band was trying to steal gas from them, probably, and they and got the shot slash chewed up by these yeah. dogs for trespassing. I'm sure they haven't worked all the details, yeah. but they'll get to it. Yeah, I don't know. Darcy may have. <laughs> he's on it. He's a he's a cerebral man. He's so they have the the. One hardcore guy and Darcy stand there. They talk for a minute, and finally Darcy's like, "Yeah, fuck this," and just starts to walk away. And the other skinhead kind of steps in the way. He gets blasted, and then they both just start kind of blasting on Darcy with whatever they have left. And they hit him every single time. Oh, like that, that, that blood spurted out the side of his. <laughs> yeah, he went to the ground to get one shot at them, and he does a shot on them but misses, and fucking Pat uh, puts a hole in his fucking head. Yeah, like, wow. Like um, I actually saw, you didn't. See, I don't know if you saw it on the corner of the in the screen there. Cougar just happened to be walking by, <laughs> <laughs> and Cougar took his hat and he just like gave him a tipped his hat. It's like Good nice shot. shot and kept on going. He he's had, like, I can't be seen here. It's like, he's like, I, this isn't really my scene. But and he turns to Dennis Hopper and says, "Did you see that?" And Dennis Hopper goes, "Lucky shot." That's <laughs> four seconds, and we cut to uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> but um, Gabe makes it to a farm and calls the police. So. Good, good job, Gabe. Well, he walks out, and there's people, and he's like, we need the yeah. police. Um, Pat, like, I had a fucked up night. <laughs> Pat and Amber just sit there on the side of the road, and uh, the bulldog walks up, and they're like, oh, shit. It's so a they, pit bull, not a bulldog. Pit, dog, pit bull. They both pull their guns on him and start shooting at it, but they are empty, so click, it's just click, 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 click. The click. dog just goes and lays down with his but, mask. Yeah. When the dog it's started so running cute. up, I was like... Uh, are they gonna kill this dog? I was like, no, Tony would not pick a movie where they killed the dog. <laughs> Tony would not pick a movie where they killed the dog. And they tried to kill the dog. Even they if it had she smashed the shit out of it with the microphone. I know, but the and they... the dog walks by him and lays down with his master. And it was so that's sweet. loyalty right there. And he yeah. was such a cute a, dog. A I was dead master. Like, uh, I did not like the dog presence in this movie because he was too cute to be an attack dog. He was adorable, by the way. So they're both sitting there, and you can tell it's. It's been a pretty shitty day. And Worst night. day ever, I think they're going to call uh, it. And Pat says, you know what? I finally figured out my Desert Island band. And what's Amber say? Tell someone who gives a shit. Basically. And that's and it. And then credits. That's yeah. all, folks. And I was really sad because I wanted to know what his Desert Island <laughs> band was. I, I accidentally hit... It was KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> we watched it on my Kindle because we watched it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally hit the screen right then. And I missed it. And I was like, oh, I missed it. And Tony's like, he doesn't say. The movie's over. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so that is Green Room. What did you think of it? John. Oh, I get to go first. Okay. Well. My favorite character is the Poots. <laughs> because yeah. how could you not? She was fucking awesome in this. <laughs> she killed more hardcore. Nazis than fucking um, Captain the entire, America. I was, was going to say the entire British Army, but yeah. Then the guys in the, what was it, the, the Bastards? The Howling, oh, the Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Killed more Nazis than the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. I really wish we she, edited because that would be the line. She, she could definitely join them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's definitely in it. My least favorite character, I gotta go with um, Darcy. Okay. Because yeah. he was just a shit. He was a psych, you know, yeah. sociopath from Go and was just thinking about killing these kids for no reason the entire time. My favorite scene is when they sing Nazi punks, Nazi punks, fuck off. <laughs> and, like, giant 
huevos on these guys. Yeah. Because it was like, wow, they got some balls. I thought they were dead right there. And yeah. So that was my favorite scene. My favorite line, we just actually said it. I know my, uh, I know what it is. What What is? My Desert Island band. Tell someone who gives a shit. Yeah. Not in the mood. <laughs> Not really in the mood. Had a rough night. Yeah. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is um, Tad's mohawk. <laughs> it was something. Because <laughs> I was looking at that, and like we were like two minutes into the movie, I was like, wow, that's probably be my favorite tertiary object. And I mentioned that to Elaine, and it held up. It was that or one of the dogs. But I went with the mohawk because someone else is going to pick the dogs. I know it. Um, oh, we also need a desert island band. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're going to say this is a cheat, but I'm going with the Rat Pack. That's not a band. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, they have three lead singers, and it's a giant fucking big band behind them. You don't get more band than the Rat Pack. Okay. <laughs> so, there's mine. But they only have like 12 songs. It's the same 12 songs in every Rat Pack album, so, all right. They have like 230 songs. No, because you don't get just a Frank Sinatra song. You only get the songs that were released on CDs that say the Rat Pack. Well, we don't know because they tried to pull that with, uh, what did he pick? He's like, Black Sabbath. Do you get all of and, uh, He's like, all of Austin? Still going with the Rat Pack. So, all right. boom. All I right, got to listen to Sam's song. I didn't yay, nay, or maybe. Oh, you movie. didn't? Okay. I want to go before Tony. <laughs> We all go before Tony. Everybody goes before Tony. I want Tony. you to go next, Elaine. Okay. I'm gonna... Maybay this movie. Really? No, I'm gonna nay this movie because it was I know. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I spent the entire movie going, what? <laughs> what? Why? What? What? Why? <laughs> the entire movie, it, just, it didn't make any sense. Why was this going on this way? Well, I mean, what, it made sense. No. <laughs> Not mean? to John. John really had a problem with this movie. Like, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't they have just kicked in the fucking door and shot them off from fucking go? Why wouldn't they have called the police? You know, it just it was like, no, there were so many other better ways to do this. Either these guys are supposed to be the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet, or it didn't make sense. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you like... Um, I can't even say if you like horror movies because it wasn't yeah, it was, scary. It, wasn't it was scary bad. It was thriller. It was I, not a thriller. Maybe. I was thrilled when it was over. <gasps> Next. Elaine. Okay, so my favorite character, at first I thought it was going to be Tad because I enjoyed his mohawk. And, oh, I like Tad. And he's my favorite tertiary character. He's definitely my favorite tertiary character. But like... Till about halfway through the movie, I was like, yeah, still Ted, still Ted. And then, holy shit, the poots comes out of nowhere. <laughs> she she came in strong at the end, started killing fucking Nazis. Her character starts off like a whiny, crazy person. And I'm like, God damn it, I hate her even more than I did in Friday Night. And then all of a sudden, she turns into fucking Rambo and is killing motherfuckers. And I'm like, you know what? She's really well prepared. <laughs> and the thing I like, the only thing I liked about her in Fright Night is when they were in the, um, in the guy's apartment, apartment and she ta- and, she, and she just <laughs> started going to town with the weapons. Mm-hmm. And here again, yeah. if she will make it a weapon. Poots will pull she it out. Poots don't fuck with the poots. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely my favorite. And I want to get a t-shirt made. Don't fuck with the poots. Fuck with the poots. <laughs> my least favorite character is um, Tiger. I just found him very whiny and worthless, and I 
didn't feel sorry about when he died. Death by a fucking dog. Yeah, I didn't really care. Wow. <laughs> he was such a nothing character. He was whiny. I found. <laughs> and he was the one that was like jumping on people, but he couldn't fight or do well, anything. He's 100 pounds. I mean, My favorite scene was very hard because I didn't have any scene that I very much enjoyed. Like, there was nothing that I was like, wow, that's just great. But I, I don't have a favorite scene because I just didn't have one. But my favorite line... What about when Poots kills those Nazis? But I don't enjoy like, it when... That was, pretty, that was my secondary favorite scene was when she killed one guy from out of the couch. But I only like, <laughs> I only like murder when it's funny. And that's not funny murder. This was very tension-filled, upsetting murder. Well, it wasn't so it's not enjoyable. <laughs> like, there's not... I don't think you understand a thriller. What's the premise of a thriller? No, I'm saying I didn't have any scene that I really liked, so okay. I don't have a favorite scene. My favorite line no. is after they say, after they play Nazi punks, um, he goes, thank you, that was a cover. And I laughed out loud. It was really fucking funny. That was the only funny thing in the whole movie. It was it, but it made me really happy. So uh, my Desert Island band is Paul Simon. What about Simon and Garfunkel? Because then um, you get all Simon, all Garfunkel, and all Simon and Garfunkel. I don't Garfunkel. care about Garfunkel. I only No like one cares Paul, about Garfunkel. I like Paul Simon, and I want Paul Simon's whole catalog, not just the Simon and Garfunkel years. So you can call me out. I want the whole catalog, because I really like Paul Simon. So that's my Desert Island band. Um, it's not a band. She was giving me shit about Rat Pack, but she picked a guy. I'm going to <laughs> give this movie a maybe. So, really? What was your yes. object? Oh, my favorite tertiary object is a fire extinguisher. Damn it. <laughs> this is why I wanted you to go one. before me because I had two and one of them was a fire extinguisher. I so wanted you to do yours because I knew you were excited I... about it. Yours is the dog. This yeah. is my... Damn, no one picks the dog. <laughs> this, is, this is a good movie. What? This is a good movie. It had a good script. It was script. It was full of tension. It's just not a movie that I will ever enjoy. It's too... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you you could pick the red laces. You you could pick the brand new pair. I wanted to do the fire the extinguisher because it was almost another character. It was almost. <laughs> it saved more people we, almost than immigrant poots. We we can have the same turn favorite turn favorite object. Box cutter. I don't know because that seemed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were saying you're done now, right, Carly? Carly, you're up. But she didn't know. She didn't know. This is a good movie. It's very, it's a good script. It's very well done. It's just not a movie that I'm ever going to like. It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of tension. The murders were very upsetting. All the stuff with the dogs. It just, it's not a movie I will ever enjoy or want to watch. But I know that this is a good movie. So if you like movies that make you uncomfortable, which some people do, then you should definitely go see this movie. If you don't like that, don't watch this. <laughs> well, so it's a that. very strong maybe. Wow. I really thought Elaine hated this movie because she didn't No, because it. you hated it. <laughs> you hated it and you assumed that I would also hate it. <laughs> but but she I has didn't. A mind of her own. <laughs> because this is She's not getting her red laces. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't either. Evidently, I do have a pair of laces. That are white with little black skulls on them, though. <laughs> Evidently, <laughs> well, it dep- you have to wear boots. And wearing boots with different colored laces means different things. Yeah. And evidently, black is the way to go if you're wearing boots, because that is, just means nothing. That means you're wearing boots. Okay. You know what I like to see? Poots in boots. 
Socks, snap, poots, and only boots. Yeah. Carly. She, she needs oh, to have a, nice. She's kind of skinny. Give her a sandwich. That girl needs a sandwich. All right. My favorite character also poots. <laughs> poots is killing it. There's not a lot of options, really. Really? She's killing it. She's killing Nazis. She's killing everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody poots. My least favorite character was Big Justin. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was kind of a dick, but sure. Well, even when he had the gun on them and he was trying to be intimidating, I just... I felt I didn't feel like he was very intimidating. <laughs> he wasn't very he good at it. He seemed to be more like that big teddy bear kind of guy that would just hug you. <laughs> it seemed like he was trying really hard to be intimidating, and I didn't buy it. Okay. And like I was like, they could have gotten. It's funny because I thought he was trying really hard not to be intimidating. <laughs> I'm sure big scary guys in Hollywood are plentiful. Okay. My favorite line was the "I'm gonna ruin." I thought I was gonna ruin the crime scene, and she said, "I thought we'd make a new one." Uh, my favorite scene was at the end when they're sitting there and the dog comes up and then it lays down with the master and doesn't do anything to them. <laughs> Tony's writing furiously. <laughs> I hope he got desert. I don't need to go. So my favorite tertiary object is the box cutter of doom. The bo- oh, nice. <laughs> Not the broken fluorescent light bulb? No. Box, dude, that box cutter of doom killed more people than cancer. Not the mysterious baseball bat wrapped in plastic? And I had a really hard time with the Desert Island Band, but I think I have settled on Tom Petty. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, so I'll allow it as an actual band. Unlike Elaine's, who's not a band. You gotta give me shit about mine. Mine at least was a band. She get the poots got to pick McD- Madonna. No, she... Well, okay. And Slayer. Slayer's a band. Yes, but she picked Madonna. So if the poots can have Madonna, then I can have Paul Simon. <laughs> All right. Well, don't make me sick the poots on you. Oh, no, don't. I'm sorry. I wanted somebody with a lot of music that would span, you know, my moods. Because I like listening to different things. Sometimes I want melancholy. Sometimes I want upbeat. Something, you know. That's why you got to have the Rat Pack. A little dabble of everything. Mm-hmm. Rat Pack covers everything. Just saying. Even Christmas. <laughs> Does Simon Garfunkel have one? <laughs> I didn't pick Simon and Garfunkel. I picked just Paul Simon. <laughs> does Paul Simon have a Christmas album? I'm sure he does, yes. <laughs> really? I don't think he does. I think I'll sing enough Christmas music. I don't need to have any. <laughs> I'm uh, carrying right along. Yay, nay, maybe. I agree with you that it is a good movie. And if it's the kind of thing you think you might be interested in, then you should absolutely watch it. I will never watch it again, but <laughs> the whole time, I mean, it was intense. Like, I had to pee through half of this movie, and I was like, I don't want to stop it. <laughs> well, you pee a lot, so just... <laughs> so you're giving that a maybe or a yay? What? I'm going to give it a yay. Okay. Wow! <laughs> uh, because, you know, just because I don't want to watch it again doesn't mean that I wouldn't recommend it to people, so I will say... There's just so much tension this whole movie. This mm-hmm. is very tense. Mm-hmm. It starts off very slow. And then after they play, then all of a sudden, from the time they stop and they walk through that hallway, it never, like, the movie just does not stop. Mm-mm. Tony, bring us home. All right. Uh, favorite character? I'll go with Pat. Really? I thought he wow. was like a dish rag. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a... Sure. I think he did. I think for his character, I think he did a lot. I was. I would not expect him to do anything, and he actually ended up. You know, he's no poots, but poots (laughs) went from nine to eleven, 
where Pat went from two to ten. You know, he killed the fuck out of some people and stuff. So yeah, he killed. He, he did. He was, he was surprisingly efficient. Just one calorie. Yeah. And he did, Poots killed he more did it with a mauled arm. He, he was, you know, he surprised me. Oh, you forgot that Poots got shot in the leg and she was walking like nothing was wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that was bad directing or <laughs> Poots is part cyborg. I don't, I don't know. But at the end, when they're walking through the woods, they're really like, I mean, she's walking a little bit like a zombie and so is he. So I think that that was, okay. the adrenaline was starting to wear off there, I think. It's possible. Least favorite character, I want Big Justin. Uh, favorite line was the last line. That's a good one. Desert Island. <laughs> I really want to know what his Desert Island band was. Uh, you'll never know. My I was hoping scene... it would be Britney Spears or Justin <laughs> Bieber or NSYNC. Favorite scene was the dog at the end when he laid on his guy. I was like, oh, poor guy. Favorite tertiary object was the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been a character. <sighs> Desert Island band. I crossed out five. <laughs> Which ones for? did you cross He's out? He's gonna go with Sinatra. Out Frank Sinatra. Good one. Somebody else took it. I didn't take Sinatra. I took, I took the right. You took all the Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can still I have Bing Crosby. Dean or <laughs> you can have Bing Crosby. Thanks. I. Uh, you can my, have Perry Cuomo. My second. My second is Dean Martin. Really? You can't yeah. have him. I have him. <laughs> you're not the only. It doesn't. You're not. You don't like Bob claim Seeger. them forever. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler. Really, if Bob Seger. Seeger. You and my mom. <laughs> and my mom. Bob <laughs> Seeger. So I crossed out Frank like, Sinatra. Okay. Crossed out Marilyn Manson. Oh, uh, well, that's quite the... <laughs> they go together like... Crossed out Johnny Cash. <laughs> like Madonna and Slayer. Yeah. Crossed out R.E.M. That's a good one. That was one I thought of, too. And he, he settled was thinking on about Nirvana, Nirvana yeah. so he might That'd be himself. a good one, though. No, that'd out. be terrible. If I'm stuck on a desert island and all I have to listen to is Weird Al, you Oh, know my what? God, I'd fucking shoot day. myself. That's a good day. <laughs> like, Poots, give me the box cutter. Depends on how long you're stuck on that island. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have a bad dime if you're listening to Weird Al. Yes, you can. Thank you. So, I, I saw him live. I I'll can tell with, you. I'll go with Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. I was going to go with Nirvana, but... He said, you know what? I he said if he went with Nirvana, it would be to promote suicide. <laughs> so he could well, get the off. the problem with Nirvana is they just have a long catalog. Yeah, it's like, two, I like two songs of, off of each album. You know, and they only have, what, four, three? Something like that. Yeah. Would they have Bleach? In Utero, and then, in, uh, Nevermind. Yeah. The, the live album, you can count that, I guess. Yeah. But. How about their MTV Unplugged? That's in case said the live album. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that was... I didn't know those were the same. They could have had an actual live album and then the unplugged album. Those could have been different. Yeah, whatever. And I bet they had some weird unreleased boxes. I'm sure they probably had five or six albums. You know, some of them are probably a little bullshitty, but... some real Maybe you should have picked uh, Dave Grohl. Then you could have had Foo Fighters and... Oh, that's true. That would have been something because, yeah, Foo Fighters have a bunch. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, yay the movie, of course. Um, obviously, it's, it's not for everyone. It <laughs> may not be your cup of tea, but uh, yeah. So that's it. All right. So please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmoviepodcast, and on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, review, and we love to hear from you. You're way better at that than Audra was. <laughs> I love you, Audra. She was not prepared. 
she said she only listens to movie to episodes that of movies she's seen, and she's not seen this. <laughs> and, I, and but she listened to all my episodes because I pick awesome movies. She didn't listen to all my movies. Though. No, she didn't. She just picked movies that our dad likes. Yep. And I was like, hey, did you see this one? And I knew she would listen to it because your dad loves that movie. She's, she's she speaking my, of she movies, really next week. On the podcast. It's Carly's pick. I'm going with 27 dresses. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. Let me We're see how that works out. completely change gears. <laughs> Who's in that? Uh, Catherine, Catherine Heigl Hagel. and James Marsden. Oh, okay. That's just. It's a movie I've seen. She told me to pick movies I've yes. seen. <laughs> We're very excited for movies Carly's actually seen. More than well, once. I only got one thing to say to that. It's just, you know, um, well. Uh, um. Uh, <laughs> I don't expect you to like it, then. It's okay. I'm going to surprise you. My feelings you. will not be hurt. I've seen that already. So I can give you my what do you think going in all right now. I think we own that. As do I. Because <laughs> it's good. I'd like to give you my what I thought going in right now. I think, should we, shit, more Catherine Hagel. Should we all pick a favorite bridesmaid dress? Oh, maybe we should. <laughs> all right, Tony, favorite yeah. bridesmaid dress. Yeah. 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 27. Get right on that. <laughs> Did we ever count 27? I want you to count the dresses and make sure there's 27. There definitely is. <laughs> Because there's 20, I think there's 26 bridesmaid dresses and then her wedding dress. I actually read an article this week where they ranked them worst to best, and the best one was her wedding dress. Well, obviously, well, you know, I got to say about that is, um, were hideous. thank God for alcohol and that, and we'll get through it. <laughs>